1: All right, Mr. Keller, we need more meatloaf in my life. Yes, meatloaf, not the dish, but the singer from the 80s and 90s. We, call, we pull from his album, Welcome to the Neighborhood. The quote today is, is nothing sacred anymore? I'm sure I didn't say that exactly the way he would have done it. Sacred comes from the word sacraments, which means a religious ceremony or ritual regarded as imparting divine grace. We know baptisms, Muslims head to Mecca as a sacred journey. Jewish people celebrate Passover, Polynesians dance. But I also think sacraments are a lot less than that. Like a sacrament of communion could just be dinner. Sacrament of vocation is like your job. Sacrament of marriage, you live that every single day. Do you believe in this idea of sacred parts of days, months or years? Um,
0: I mean, I think that, that there's benefit in having those things but I think it's also not beneficial to hold on to it as if it's something that has to happen like you need to be able to be flexible for me part of my routine is having coffee in bed and like talking to Nicole about the day about what's to come and that's something sacred but sometimes we don't do that and that's fine I think it's good to have those things but I don't think it's necessarily something you have to do for your sanity i think
1: yeah i mean so some people would argue that like every muslim has to go to Me- mecca at one particular point in their life jewish people sort of have to celebrate passover but i like the idea of that you know you, like i said you can just break it down to a little thing is just wake it up and have a coffee in bed with your wife i think that's the sacrament yeah
0: but but again i think it's something not to hold on to i mean people Christians say you have to go to church every Sunday, but sometimes you're not in town and or you're on a plane, like you can't do it. Is is that gonna be the end of you? And if you hold on to something so tightly that you have to do it, then it, it makes your life it, you can be put, putting yourself into a miserable situation. I don't know, Do you have routines that you sit on your stoop every morning? You've moved. Yeah. Do you yes. walk to your old house and sit on your stoop <laughs> at 5 a.m.?
1: I'm sort of torn by this whole rituals thing because I think it kind of comes down to religion again, because I think a lot of times when you hear of people, Muslims that walk a Mecca or Jewish people that celebrate these things, I think religious religions push us further apart. They kind of celebrate their clan rather than bring us all together. But also too, I think um, sacred daily rituals monthly can also kind of break up the monotony of life, right? We get in, we get into doing our thing and we sort of forget, Oh, wait a minute. I just went 10 days and, didn't take time to look up at the trees or celebrating anything. So I'm really kind of torn on this idea of having sacred moments and also religion. Yes, I do have some things. I do wake up. I try to welcome the day. It's sort of a native American tradition where I welcome the universe to me. You know, I was thinking about you and I was thinking about your um, sacraments. Crawfish boil is like really big in your family. That's something that's very sacred to your family that you guys, it's almost like you got to come back for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think I have missed an Easter weekend with my family in my life. Um, My sisters only missed one and my brother, maybe a couple because he was in the Navy. But yeah, I mean, that is a big part of our lives. You were saying that maybe making it part of your routine breaks up the monotony of your life. But I would argue that if you make it part of your routine, then that becomes the monotony of your life. I think treating things that are special as if they're sacred is maybe more beneficial to you. Like noticing a tree is more beneficial than being like, all right, it's Wednesday. I got to go notice trees. I mean, every every personality is going to handle these things differently. But for me, having to put it on a calendar is going to make it less sacred.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, you know, just monotony of stuff, right? I mean, dinner is communion. And we try to have a um, I was thinking about this a long time ago with my kids that they do not experience silence all day long the first moment of silence that they have is this sort of sacrament little ceremony that we have before dinner where we just have a moment of silence and you could make it religious or i was like wait a minute that's the that's maybe the only 60 seconds of silence my kids will have all day long so i was trying to combine a couple of things so it can be like a big thing or it could just be a little thing i think and i think both of those things are great ideas you know what do you think makes something sacred what's the what could you do or what makes something a sacred idea
0: i'm gonna answer that i have one quick question after your yep. 60 seconds of silence do you pour one out for your homies
1: we do not pour one out by the way depending on who the joker is sometimes it's like two minutes someone will be like you know i'm gonna hold everybody hostage i don't in ch- i don't um always i'm not in charge of the moment of silence we rotate it so <laughs> the young rascal might be like hey we're gonna go five minutes he's gonna sit there in silence
0: <laughs> i like that well maybe tonight you can pour one out for your homie andrew um <laughs> uh, what was your
1: question what, oh, what, what makes th- what makes something sacred
0: I think it's the people's uh, viewpoint of it or how you hold it sacred. It's it's not the actual act. I, I don't think doing something is necessarily sacred. It's how humans react to it. Like um, a funeral can be held sacred. I mean, the things as we've been talking, I've been thinking about it. it's like a birth and death is something that people hold pretty sacred because it's like a, a moving in and out of life. Um, but you can have a funeral and you're most hated enemy could come and and be very disrespectful to you and then it, it becomes less sacred so i think it's just how you how humanity or how people treat it
1: can you make anything sacred like even going down to like a workout workouts are sacred to people
0: oh for sure i mean i know people that's a huge deal to them is like this is my time and it's very sacred to them so yeah i mean i think anything can be sacred if you hold it in high regard to your to you to you and you make it important.
1: I I was just gonna say, I think sacred things are things you hold important. One of our, this might sound stupid or not, but one of the sacred things in the Olsen House is Tahoe. Lake Tahoe is very serious to us in that it's like a time capsule of our life. You know, we go to different places for vacation, we do different things, but every year, in summer, we go to Tahoe. We take pictures, right? So we've gotten to see the snapshot of every single person. We've gotten to see the different levels of the lake. We have the same traditions. Like, it's a sacred thing for us because it really kind of – it's like a time capsule of all that we've done. So I know that seems ser- silly. Tahoe's our sick, sacred spot, but it really is.
0: I mean, I think it is, but going back to what I said at the beginning is, like, one day your entire family won't be at Tahoe, and your ability to, like, deal with that is – is something that's like that should be okay my family went to pensacola or the the panhandle florida every year for my entire life and about six or seven years ago we stopped doing that so like it was every single summer we would go to pensacola or Destin or gulf shores and that was sacred and it's a time capsule of my life but like i've moved past it and i think my point It's not very profound, but it's like, yes, something sacred and it's held important to you, but also be able to let it go and understand for what it was in the past. It's kind of negative, Nancy, but
1: (laughs) I like this other idea someone's imparted onto me is like inviting others into your sacred practices. So like when we invite someone, someone comes to Tahoe, it's like a big deal because that's kind of like our secret place. So I like this idea of sharing sort of something intimate, intimate with someone you want in your circle.
0: Yeah, like that time I went to Tahoe with you. That was nice. Yeah.
1: Well, you've never come. You're you, you have you've, you're, you're big time getting your L- This is my last question. This is my last question. Is there, is there a difference between sacred and superstitious? Like you do something just because you think you have to do it because bad things will happen to you.
0: I think it's a fine line, but I think it's very different.
1: But I mean, do you think people sometimes confuse those two like regularly?
0: I mean, off the top of my head, it seems like someone with OCD might Confuse those things regularly, or um, maybe a baseball player having to do his gloves eight times before each pitch. <laughs> that might be the difference of sacred and superstitious. I don't know.
1: Joe Boo, Joe Boo from, yes, I get that.
0: Yeah. Well, if you want to talk to Nolan Ryan, please reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for the Town Drunk. Thanks for stopping by.